Howdy, howdy. Why, hello. And welcome to... But It Was Aliens, the paranormal comedy podcast where we probe paranormal events to decide for the questionable benefit of humanity whether those events really were paranormal. My name is Kevin Legree. And alongside me is Mr. Granville Marshall Salaloon, the tuning fork. I'll be hosting this week's episode, which means that Granville has no idea what's coming up. And today, I'll be taking you to France, mon ami. 18th century France. Gay Paris. Paris. You looked like you had something really important to say there. Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) And again, you've kept me waiting that time by making an utterance, suggesting you're about to say something. I mean, no. Okay, let us continue. But before we do that, you can continue. It's going to be one of those days, is it? (laughs) Right. We begin today's true tale in 1772 in the countryside surrounding Lyon in France. Zion. A young boy in Zion was born. Well, a very young boy because he'd just been born. I'm not sure if it was a full moon or if there was a meteor shower as this birth was birthed. Birth was birthed. Birth Birth was birthed. birthed. There are many rumours I've started, but some sort of event had struck this night. It was immediately obvious that there was something unusual about this boy. For when the boy lay in his cot at night, come morning, anything that had been laying in the cot with the boy was either destroyed or had disappeared completely. The boy was named... Terrer may have been taken from the phrase bonbon terrer, a phrase used to describe explosions in 18th century France, but we can't be sure. But what we can be sure about is that there was something unusual about terrer. Was the name terrer taken from the phrase bonbon terrer? Or was the phrase bonbon terre named after terre? So you're suggesting they named explosions after terre. What's your reasoning? Maybe he blew shit up. How? Baby in a cot. I don't mean explosion. as a baby, I mean when he's older. But he was named as a baby. But was the phrase bonbon terre around out at the point then? when he was born, yes. Time travel then. I can't begin to fathom how you <laughs> got to that point. He went back in time and blew shit up, and therefore the phrase bonbon terre was coined. Ah, and then he was named terre to fulfill a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. During this time, France was in the transition from chamber pots to flushing toilets, and it quickly became apparent, if not from nappy changes, then from the pan, once Terre began using the toilet, what was happening. 
The child was consuming everything. Ooh. Little gloves on at bedtime? Eaten. Blanket? Eaten. Even part of the cot would be gobbled up. One time a cat strayed too close. Gobble, gobble, my friends. Gobble, gobble. As a young boy, this kid could consume his own body weight in cow meat within a 24-hour period. Imagine eating your own body weight in a day. The hunger was insatiable, and as you can imagine, by the time the child hit his teens, Therese's family could no longer afford to keep him. Therese just cost too much to feed, for he was always hungry. An added complication was that the neighbours feared him. Therese was out on his own. Our boy begun wandering the lands of France, begging for food. Needing more food than he could possibly afford and with an interesting condition, our subject soon himself became subject to a snake oil salesman. With a condition like this, Terere was catching eyes. The gentleman snake oil salesman took Terere under his wing to an extent and taught Terere the art of acting for the public, the art of putting on a show. Terere would eat unusual substances before the snake oil salesman would come out and cure Terere with his wares. Terere wasn't long for the con artist world though because Terere would soon take these showman's skills and head for Paris to take on a new career as a solo act. Ooh. So the first time that he was eating these things in his cot. Going back to his baby chair. Yeah. Yep. Was he conscious whilst eating them or just eating them? whilst unconscious that's a good question i suppose we don't know because people weren't watching him all through the night they just come down in the morning to still sat gone. there and it's just like destruction all around this child either there is something not wrong with his brain but something not connecting his brain to tell his body that it's satiated therefore well was he always hungry or could he just eat loads both. Because if he's always hungry, then something in he's, his brain yeah. isn't telling him that he's full. Um, doesn't have that, um, like, safety switch. <laughs> and is he the first mutant? Was this the first X-Man? I was going to say, what if, like, Kirby-like portals inside of him? Uh, what's the film where... I can't remember. I don't know if it's something eats them or sucks them up and then they end up in a completely different world. I've got no idea where you're going with this one. I can't remember the film. Is it recent? After, I think it's 2010s onward. I don't feel like I've seen that film. Mm, fair enough. But either way, it is like there's a portal within so you're whatever there. Terrain might have some sort of wormhole inside his tum-tum unless he is eating things that get pooped out the other end and we can not we but you could <laughs> definitely be able to tell what he's eaten then well, that's what i yes, said yeah he's about to uh he's a human portal gun <laughs> as i did say in the earlier section they realized what was going on oh yeah true you did when 
But that was when he was a baby. Not, well, no, not quite. Mm. Is he just eating anything because he's hungry or because he can eat anything? Chicken and egg, I guess. If you were eating because you can, then your appetite is going to adapt to what you're doing with time and so you'll start being hungry. If you had the ability to eat anything, would you? Without it harming me? Yeah. Oh, I'd go to town. <laughs> I'd eat all my neighbours' houses. <laughs> <laughs> Just start munching brick. This is my land now. <laughs> if they got a problem with that, I'll eat them. The boy who ate bricks. <laughs> uh, the boy who ate too much. Just trying to figure if there's anything that I would go out of my way to eat other than my local surroundings to live a life of isolation. <laughs> hmm. To be isolated or just to be an annoyance? Isolated. <laughs> what about, like, the royal palaces? Get them off the map. Save a bit of money on the taxpayers. Take your while to eat. Not if I could eat anything. <laughs> Still got to pass it out of your brain. You didn't say that. <laughs> you said, or in fact, I questioned and you confirmed that we could eat anything without taking any damage. I mean, it's not going to take damage, but it's still got to Oh, pass surely it if it's going to pass out, it's going to damage part of me. So, Terere Showman, solo act. Where there is reward, there is usually risk, and this was the case for Terere and his unique guzzling abilities. Terere begun putting more and more unusual things down his gullet for his street show, and during one performance, Terere actually collapsed and had to be carried by the audience to the Hotel Dieu hospital. It was found that Terere had an intestinal obstruction and laxatives were prescribed. You can only imagine the mess. Good lord. After recovering, Terere offered to demonstrate his skills to a doctor by swallowing his pocket watch. The surgeon agreed, but only on the basis that the surgeon could cut Terere open to retrieve the watch. Terere thought about it, but declined. And ate the surgeon's watch anyway because his tummy had the rumblies. I'm just going to add at this point that we have lots of accounts of Terere, including official published doctor's memoirs. This is all completely real. During the French War of the First Coalition in 1792, respected military surgeon Dr. Pierre-Francois Percy was first introduced to Terere. Terere at this point was barely 20 years of age and had somehow become a soldier in the French Revolutionary Army. This may or may not have been because Terere believed that he could be fed all that he required via army rations. <laughs> Smart. Not how it works, dear boy. Um, they got to keep the army going. I think there's logic in that. Yeah, but they don't necessarily have to keep him going. <laughs> Did you get confused? With um, Dr. Pierre Francois because Percy just doesn't. No, dramatic effect. I thought Pierre Francois sounds really French and then Percy doesn't. Yeah, that's what I thought you got <laughs> thrown off by. You're like, Dr. Pierre Francois. Percy? <laughs> to be fair, I haven't checked the pronunciation of his name. It Percy! Pierre Francois. Percy, yeah. <laughs> or Perky. 
What did the doctor do about his watch? Well, he weren't going in there without permission. That'd be manslaughter, potentially. Also, I'm surprised they didn't operate. I suppose if they think the obstruction can be passed, passed with laxatives, they'll do that, yeah. won't they? Rather than perform yeah, let, surgery. Let's keep this one suitable for families. If if the blockage could be passed with a massive shit, then they're going to encourage that. Yeah. Plus, I suppose at that point, they don't know what it is. Like, if he was eating something. Yeah, they've got to try. Like a brick. A, or, I was going to say a bike. A, a, <laughs> a, they, they a hear pebble a or something. They just might think it's a mass of food that has mm-hmm. yeah. got stuck. And then if that don't work, they move on to more invasive procedures, mm-hmm. interventions. So, with him eating as much as he did... Do we know how big he was? He's gradually getting bigger, it would be fair to say. I mean... I may get into that later, but not at this point. Okay. But yeah, just imagine he's eating more and more clearly as we've gone on already. Oh, he must be fit enough to get into the army, so he can't be like... Okay. 26, 27 stone. Yeah, exactly. Let's go with that thought then. How is this working He's eating absolutely loads, yet he's fit enough to be in the army. How could that happen? Must be quite active at the moment, then. Or he's eating anything that he can, but not in massive amounts. So a stone or a... He might be eating for the show, but then only having something small mm. afterwards. Therefore, I suppose, it's not. yeah. And plus, there's no calories in stone. <laughs> <laughs> But then that's still got to go in his tummy, isn't it? So his tummy is going to have to accommodate for that. Mm Mm-hmm. But then he might feel so bloated by it that he doesn't eat later. Maybe he he is an X-Man. He, like, runs on stone like a Pokemon. It's Geodude. (laughs) Tourette was introduced to Dr. Pierre-Francois Percy... Because Terraire could not survive on military rations alone. This was an unusual infliction, and so Terraire would soon be studied by the good doctor. Terraire had begun by doing little jobs for other soldiers in exchange for their rations, but even this was not enough, and so Terraire began foraging for remains in poop piles. Oh. Yep, the man picked through shit, and it still wasn't enough. Terraire became exhausted and starved and was admitted to the care of Dr. Percy. Terraire was granted quadruple rations, but this still was not enough. Terraire was quickly stealing the food of other patients and going through the bins for scraps. Terraire even begun eating the bandage supply. Psychological examination was undertaken, but Terraire was found to be completely sane. While sound of mind, Terraire was not sound of body. Terraire's eyes were permanently bloodshot, and Terraire was constantly overheating, hot and sweaty to the touch. Terraire could also be smelt from 20 feet away. The man ponged, and you knew when he was coming. Remember, this was the 1700s. Everyone stunk to some degree, so Terraire must have really ponged. Dr. Percy described that Terraire smelt so bad that he literally had visible stink lines and it was at its worst when Terraire had eaten. 
Do you reckon those visible stink lines were heat? Like he was giving off that much heat. Like when you look yeah, at the yeah, I'm with during you. the summer, it was like that. So he's got like a combustion engine. This man is a vehicle. <laughs> We've cracked it. He's got like a coal engine inside him and it's all just burning. I mean, eating every... It's got to a point now where it's not an addiction, but not being satiated is driving him crazy almost. Like he is completely sane. But he's got a desire but, that can't be fulfilled. Yeah. He's G- telling me he's got the rumblies. Do you want to know who he reminds me of? Who? Captain Barbosa. Ah. He's been cursed. Yeah. He's been cursed. He can eat and he can drink all he wants. But I'll never taste any of it. Mmm. And he's constantly looking for that. That feeling of fullness is very similar to what the pirates wanted with the taste. We are in the 1700s. Maybe Therese's pappy or his grandpappy were a pirate. A whole bushel of apples. Part of a crew that were cursed to inspire the tale of Jack. Dr. Percy begun testing Terere. Percy prepared 15 full meals to see whether Terere had limits, and Terere curbied those bad boys straight down. Terere would pass out after eating, but the man never turned down a meal. Next, Doc Percy tried live animals. Percy gave Terere a cat, and yup, Terere ate it. Terere drank the blood and then guzzled the whole thing down before coughing up a fur ball of all the cat's fur. Next up, Terere gobbled down a lizard or three, a bunch of snakes, some puppies, and a massive eel. Terere guzzled them all. Gobble, gobble. After months of examination and of being uncertain how to utilise Terere's skills, the military came up with an idea. It was decided that Terere would make the perfect spy for the French army of the Rhine. Okay, so... Lizard, snakes, eels. Mm -hmm. I get cats and puppies. And why would you start with the cat? Maybe it's the closest animal. you start small? (laughs) Like start with a fly. Oh yeah, well... And then then a spider. Then a bird. (laughs) Then a cat, then a dog. Does that thing that um, Paul does in the film Paul, where he brings the bird oh. back to life and then just munches they, it? Yeah. That's <laughs> how he eats the bird. Oh, it pretty does, birdie. This does sound like a cartoon character, though, doesn't it? Just mm-hmm. proper, like, wolf and things in one go, stink lines, yet this is all completely legitimate. How do you think he, or what do you think his role will be as a spy? He probably sent places as an attraction and to get as much information whilst he's there because he doesn't look like what your typical spy or soldier would look like. However, the stench might (laughs) stop him being able to... He's not going to sneak in, is he? He's going to have to come in noticed. Um, 
I don't think he's there to sneak, though. I think he's there... Like, they send him in to, I don't know, let's just say, for example, Buckingham Palace. And then he's there to perform, eat whatever, but take in information of who's there, um, if any of them move funny, how many doors are there to the main room, etc. That kind of stuff. I think that's where his spy skills would come in. Do you not worry that he could be turned for food? The observer. I mean, no. I don't. Because they don't know he's a spy. So he'll just eat their food and yeah. they'll think nothing of it. They've got a really greedy... What do you think he looks like? At this point, when he's a yeah. spy? Yeah. Do we know how tall he is? I think he's kind of average height for the time. I don't recall him being too large or too small. I'd say he's seven foot high, five <laughs> foot wide, and seven feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, son of a gun. <laughs> no, I reckon he's... I reckon he looks like your typical big boy wrestler, but twice the size. Mm-hmm. So picture Otis. Right, yep. But bigger. Or your typical rugby player that continues to eat the same diet without any of the exercise whatsoever. But one of your big... Big boys. Boys, yeah. yeah. Therese's first task as double-O hungry was to carry a pretend sensitive document to a target. How would Terrer conceal such a document? You guessed it. Terrer would guzzle the document whole, contained safely within a wooden box Terrer would later pass. Terrer was used to passing massive meals, so the box would come out unscathed. And with the state of this man's butt produce, nobody was detecting that. Upon arrival at his destination during the practice run, having carried out the task, Terrer was paid with £30 of bull organs presented in a wheelbarrow, which Terrer immediately gobbled down in front of disgusted generals. Terrer would soon be tasked with delivering a document behind enemy lines to a prisoner of war in Prussia, today Germany, Poland and Russia. This document was a dud. This was, unbeknownst to Terrer, to be a live final practice run with real risk. The only issue with this plan was that Terrer stank. People were going to notice this man. Terrer also did not speak German, so he stood out in a number of ways. Terrer was quickly captured, whereby Terrer was whipped, beaten, and tormented before being returned to France when it was decided that he was useless. Terrer returned to the care of Doc Percy, whereby it was established that Terrer had experienced such trauma that he could no longer continue his military career. Terrer needed a cure. Poor bastard. Mm-hmm. It's like going, sending someone to uh, war with a knife. To a modern war with and a knife. And then not telling them who the enemies are. So there's seven people in that room. One of them is the enemy. They all have guns. 
you have a pocket knife and a deck of cards. <laughs> That's it. Find the enemy and kill them. Go. <laughs> I think there is an issue around Therese's capacity to consent. Like this man is so hungry that he will agree to anything and I don't know that he's actually weighing up what he's agreeing to. Just wants the food. Just wants the food and doesn't really necessarily understand. Oh, imagine being the one that had to search for that box. Would you do it? Come out. If no. you were in the army and it was that or dishonorably discharged or worse. What's worse? Well, deserters in the olden times could have potentially been killed, I guess. Shoot me. <laughs> I'm, I'm going through the poo. <laughs> I want to live. Give me some gloves and I'm good. Just think if you could smell him from like so far away. Imagine. Give me a mask and I'm good. <laughs> nope. You've just got to go in bare hands. Oh, no mask. And you get it under your nails. Oh. <laughs> Grim. It's going to be there for weeks. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the size of a horse. Because uh, you're not going to be able to uh, take a bath or a shower. Well, they're, they're harder to come by back in these times. Exactly. And I can imagine if Terrell ever got in a bath or a shower, as he got in, everyone else would get out. So The water would immediately turn like dark brown. You sure you still want to live? <laughs> I want to live. <laughs> Life is valuable, my friend. you got to put your hands under as it comes out. <laughs> you still want to live. I'll put a note on your gravestone saying didn't do shit. <laughs> I have to live. <laughs> Potential cures were explored, including to rare consuming at different times, wine vinegar, a diet of only soft boiled eggs, tobacco pills and laudanum opiates a depressive drug none worked Terea was left fighting animals for stray food and drinking the blood of patients that the hospital treated via bloodletting removing people's blood Terea was even caught on occasion eating dead bodies from the hospital morgue it wasn't long before a toddler went missing at the hospital the prime suspect? Terrell. Terrell was chased from the hospital without so much as a trial and disappeared into the city. Four years passed without Percy hearing a single mention of Terrell. Terrell was gone. So no proof that that four-year-old... No proof. The four-year-old just vanished. And we know that Terrell eats anything... I reckon someone fucked up or that kid was kidnapped and they just blamed Terrell. Perfect excuse. Mm -hmm. I mean, throughout this one, Terrell will do anything for food and we acknowledge that, but equally, there's not been anything to suggest that he would harm another human. That's not to say that he doesn't get really hungry and hungry gets the best of him, though, so it's, it's a difficult one to form an opinion on. See, the human personification of glutton. He is the actual sin. Yeah. Uh, he is the sin. He's not the personification <laughs> of... He, he is. He is. Yeah. <laughs> we are wit... Or we had witnessed. The seven sins are all actually just presences on the world. 
trying to think what the other ones are and who they could relate to within the world currently or at some period of time, like to this extent. Anger, pride. Yeah, we need to give that some serious thought. <laughs> That's not an on-the-spot question. Pulling up Google to check what the seven deadly sins are. <laughs> Lust. Rasputin. <laughs> <laughs> In 1798, Doc Percy received a call from a physician at Versailles Hospital. The physician had a patient on their deathbed who was requesting to speak to Percy. Can you guess who the patient was? Yep, it was Therese. Therese was around 26 years of age and had lived quite the life in his short time. Now, Therese was back. What do you think was the cause of Therese's upcoming passing? Therese confessed to eating a golden fork in 1796 and this fork was now lodged in Therese's stomach. Therese had requested Doc Percy's contact because he hoped that Percy could remove the fork and save Therese's life. Unfortunately for Therese, it wasn't actually the golden fork. Therese had final stage tuberculosis and less than a month later, Therese had passed. His whole life, Therese had never weighed more than 100 pounds, but had a stretchy gut he could wrap around himself in life like a belt. Super gut. What? Yep, wrap it around himself. Told you, X-Man. Wow. This man was the very definition of skinny fat. (laughs) Uh. Wow. Can you think of a more useless superpower than stretchy gut? Depends. If you make a good spy. (laughs) Which he didn't. (laughs) No, he didn't. But the whole time he was trying to fill that gut. Mm Mm-hmm. My brain's gone to mush. I feel like stretchy gut has blown your mind. It has. The race was now on to examine Therese's corpse and find out what the shit had been going on. Surgeons of Assays refused to cooperate with one keen doctor, but eventually an autopsy was undertaken. Therese was found to have an extremely wide esophagus, aka food pipe, aka gullet. Observers could see straight down Therese's throat into his stomach. That stomach was huge and lined with ulcers. Therese's body in general was absolutely full of pus with an oversized liver and gallbladder. They never found that gold fork. Today, we still don't have a definite scientific explanation for what Therese was. It's possible that the bit of the mind that controls appetite and feelings of being full was damaged. The hypothalamus regulates body temperature and causes the sensation of hunger, so it's likely that Therese was oversized. Due to the continual gobbling of raw food, it's likely Therese also had intestinal parasites which kept his weight down. This could have further combined with hyperthyroidism in the most severe case of these symptoms combined known to humankind. Prader-Willi syndrome also causes constant hunger. This all happened during the French Revolution, so there could have been a nutritional deficiency at birth that contributed to this brutal affliction to never be satisfied. 
Another possibility is that some of the documentation around Terrare has been exaggerated, but to be transparent, Doc Percy was chief surgeon to the French military. Dr Percy's account was considered reputable and was included in the London Medical and Physical Journal alongside several other reputable publications. This wasn't bullshit. A chap named Charles Domery had the same, albeit less severe, symptoms at the same time in the same place. I get having all of the things that would cause the hunger. Yep. But was it quite rare for someone to have an extremely wide esophagus? This wide? This, this yeah. Like, how wide is considered rare? And Wide enough to swallow a cat. Did he dislocate his jaw like a snake? Like Maybe he, like, chowed it down to eel size and then just... Straight down like that cartoon character. Because I get that his gullet is... Wide. Wide. Yeah. So you could probably just... Like you said, and it went straight to his stomach. You could see straight down, so anything would just go down it. However, how is he getting his mouth wide enough to do what it's doing? But anyway, I digress. stretchy. I digress. I bet you could fit more in yours than you think. Did anybody else have a gullet this wide not that but, I found I was no. say, but then did they like not have the symptoms that he had therefore it's down to the fact that he had all of those symptoms that's why he was able to do what he did so I mentioned there was one other person at this time with similar albeit not as extreme symptoms mm-hmm this isn't completely unheard of, but it is incredibly rare, and Terrare was next level. I haven't seen any accounts of the other folks with similar symptoms having quite the dimensions of Terrare. So he's an outlier. He's top of the pile. Gullet King. Do you reckon he was indeed gluttony, as we said earlier, and... Everywhere he goes, that is being spread to others, and he maybe came into contact with Charles Domery at some point. Turned him. <laughs> or Domery. Turned him, yes. Made him his sub. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, or he sired him. He sired him? Like a vampire? Well, that's interesting. Because I've given you the story. I've given you the science. Now, I give you the truth. Was Terrare a ghoul? Tombs-esque monster? Or indeed, some kind of blood-guzzling vampire? This creature had a mouth that could stretch to fit a dozen apples in it at once. The tummy could stretch and wrap around himself. That isn't traditional human ability. Was Terrare one of the first X-Men? Does Terrare appear every 300-odd years to consume what he needs to then hibernate and once again return? I'm just going to show Mr Moonwalker some pictures of Terrare as we get ready to summarise. There you go, Mr Moonwalker. Okay. One shows him putting a whole cat in his mouth. And these are sketched drawings, by the way. Yep. And the other 
just shows him picking up a mouse and looking at it like he's about to eat it. Like so, um, Scar in Lion King. I guess what I'm trying to put across here is that all the artwork and descriptions of this chap have him as a generally average-sized person just with a massive Don't. food pipe and stretchy tum-tum. Yeah, his neck doesn't seem abnormal. Yeah, and we just got one more for you to check out there. <laughs> that looks Tim Burton-esque. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we've got another picture of Terrell sitting here looking very gaunt and deathly. His fingers are all skin and bone. He, you can see his cheekbones protruding in his face. His chest is very thin and wiry. And he has a beer gut. <laughs> that's not actually full, that's just skin. Layers and layers of skin. That can swing around. Keep his midriff warm. That, I suppose that's one use for it. I said earlier on about it being a useless superpower, didn't I? You could keep yourself warm. That's about the only real tangible benefit of this power. You could slap somebody with it. A weapon. It's probably going to take longer to carry out the physical act of picking up your gut and pulling it back to then slap. It'd be more of an insult thing than a useful fighting ability, like a glove slap. <laughs> the ultimate diss. Still funny. In summary, we've met Terre, the French eating wonder. Terre was born outside Lyon in 1772 with an insatiable appetite which, as is often the case with insatiable appetites, was never quenched. Terre was consuming his own body weight in beef within a 24-hour period by the time this kid was about four years old. By his teens, Terre cost too much to keep and so his family turfed him out. Terre was taken in by a snake oil salesman for a while before heading out on his own to the streets of Paris. Terre ended up in the French Revolutionary Army, whereby he came to the attention of Dr. Pierre-Francois Percy, because the man was hungry. It was found that Terre did not have any psychological difficulties, but Terre's eyes were permanently bloodshot and the man was continually overheating. Terre ponged. The military tested Terre and found that he had no limits. Terre could eat 15 meals a day easily and Terre happily gobbled live animals. Whilst Terre had shown that he would do anything for food, the French military decided that Terre would make a good spy. Terre was captured pretty quickly because he stuck out in a crowd in smell and in not speaking the language he should. After being tortured, Terre was a mess and could no longer fulfil duties and so lived at the military hospital in hope of a cure. Eventually, a toddler went missing at the hospital and Terre was accused by an angry mob. Terre ran. Four years later, Dr. Percy received a call from another doctor with Terre on his deathbed at the Versailles Hospital. Terre actually died of tuberculosis. 
we theorised as to whether Terraire was actually a monster or demon with somewhat red eyes, or whether Terraire was a sad combination of malnourishment at birth with an oversized hypothalamus making him hot and hungry. That is today's probe. Have you taken all details within this true tale in? I have indeed. Are you Swallowed them. Guzzled them, in fact. Are you saying that it was, well, paranormal in any way, I guess? Was he a ghoul? Was he a mutant? Was he the first mutant? He was glutton himself. Was he sin? Was he wrath? No, he wasn't wrath. He wasn't wrath. <laughs> he just decided he was glutton. <laughs> No, I do not believe this is paranormal. Boo! See, I would, I would argue that it's not normal. Ergo, paranormal. it is paranormal. I did think that <laughs> at first and was going to say it, but then I was like, nah. This is not paranormal. Unfortunately, he, I think he did have those symptoms that you mentioned. And along with the parasites, if he's just eating raw meat and it's not fully digesting one of those or well, many of those parasites mm. just live within his body now and are partly eating food that is going through him mm. and maybe also eating him so you're saying it was wormies it was wormies wormsies wow I'm saying that this one is among the madder tales we've covered and it's all completely true. The man who ate too much. I guess there has to be some kind of psychological or physiological condition involved here, but regardless, this one has actually blown my mind as I've researched it. Even if it's due to an oversized part of the brain, that's still not normal, is it? So in my opinion, as I said, we have to actually come down on the conclusion that this one is indeed paranormal. There's no other option for the logical mind. Now, am I saying that Terraire was a monster? I guess that's kind of hard to stand by, but... Terraire may have had a gene mutation, so I put it to you, dear Probers and Mr Moonwalker. Was Terraire not an ex-person? A mutant. Was he not? Was he not? Was he not? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? There's a man with a big How could you say color. this one is normal? I'm not saying it's normal. <laughs> but I'm saying it's abnormal enough to fall into the realms of mutant or paranormal. So, boo you. <laughs> bitch. Uh, any final thoughts, Mr. Moonwalker? No. Well, that be a wrap for today, that do. Thank you for listening to us. If you would be at all interested in supporting the show and hearing a little more, each month we release bonus episodes at patreon.com forward slash but it was aliens. Basically, we undertake side probes into paranormal events too strange and unusual for the general public to hear. You can gain access to these episodes for quite literally less than a cup of coffee. You can share episode suggestions with us on the... Ah, no, Twitter! 
on the X Twitter at But It Was Aliens. You could also say hello on Facebook, where Connected to But It Was Aliens is a secretly public private group available to many and most, but also everyone called Extraterrestrial Towers! <laughs> Being a member of Extraterrestrial Towers grants you protection from the aliens when they invade. It does. It really does. Ignore the shiny vibrating devices. We honestly don't know how they got there. That is it for this episode. So until next time, are crayons edible? Yes. If you eat them. The truth is up there. Hash tag proof.